0: Claudia Crawford, I am a drama major. I'm really excited about graduating because the past four years, especially with COVID, have been really hard, and I'm just glad that I was able to make it through. Um, For right now, get my theater resume up, and then I would like to go to Broadway. Michael Ramirez, Associate of Applied Science and Human Resource Management. Uh, I feel great. I'm setting an example for my kids. You know, it says from foster kid to veteran to graduate. Um, It was a journey and uh, I'm just glad that I was able to have the support from the colleges to be able to do that. And here I am, you know, setting another memory and a milestone for myself, and the next thing is bachelors. So you can't stop. I'm still Casas. I majored in ASL. I'm excited and nervous, and I did this for my babies. I wanted to quit, but I didn't. I'm thinking of going back, bachelors, social work.
1: <laughs> Hi, my name is uh, Luis Eduardo Castaño, graduating with a bachelor of science in nursing. I'm excited. I think it's a great opportunity for
2: community nurses out here looking to advance their career. It's an excellent opportunity. What comes next? I'm looking into a master's program right now, but I'm I'm gonna go back to uh, patient care right after this.
0: Lena Iglesias, graduating from the Human Services Department for specializing in addiction, and I am super stoked about graduation. You know, it took me a long time to get here. I've had a very interesting and kind of traumatic past. I've turned around a lot of that stigma of addiction and made it something beautiful and positive. I'm just excited to start my new career as an addiction professional. I'm just stoked to be here, so thank you. My name is Margaret, my major is nursing, RN to BSN. Oh, I feel good, it feels good. I feel like I'm done, I'm done. Happy to be here. After this, I'm gonna genuinely want to do my MSN and lean towards education because I've been impacted by uh, my instructors or professors.
2: My name is Caleb Escovedo and I'm graduating from the RTF program and I'm super excited but kind of sad about not seeing my friends anymore but you know this is one of our last two hurrahs. What's after this? I haven't decided on school yet but we're going somewhere.
1: You're listening to Front and Center, SYM San Antonio College Radio. Joined here this morning with Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Hudmastered. How are you today?
1: Oh, doing great on this Memorial Day.
0: Yes, yes. And I'm so excited to know that today is our special commencement show. Our commencement show is coming out this morning because we just had commencement this past Thursday, May the 25th, at the Alamo Dome. It was a glorious day, Hot Mustard.
1: Yes, and and we heard from some of the students there that were at the graduation, and it, it, it was great. It was great. Everyone was excited, pumped, ready to go.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It is also uh, a beautiful day today to thank our veterans and to thank those who gave their lives for us on Memorial Day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also to the loved ones who have given so much of their time uh, in order for them to be able to support, to support our military men and women. Thank you so very much for your service. And today we have with us Fidel Bem. He is the Director of Advising at San Antonio College. And we also have Geraldo Guerra. He is the Director of the Academic Success Center as well as of the SAC Men. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Dr. Nadine,
3: for having us.
0: I am so super excited the two of you have decided to join us this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. We're grateful. So, Fidel Bem, tell us a bit about your role at the college.
3: My goodness, in my role as director of advising, I work with over 38 full-time advisors as well as about 17 peer advisors who are current students who assist those who come through our department in understanding how to succeed and the tools that we have available, how to use them in order to maximize their efforts at the college and complete the goals they have, whether it's completing their associates going into the workforce or moving beyond into a four-year institution. I also oversee our high school programs advisors and we work with 27 plus partner schools across three to four counties to help students who are in dual credit or early college high school see their dreams in terms of being enrolled in college classes while they're also in high school at the same time.
0: That's wonderful. It is also my understanding that advising was one of the tools that was used in order for us to earn the Aspen Prize of College Excellence. Is that right?
3: Most definitely. Uh, What we do is much to do with collaborations so we work very closely with instructors in the classroom and also with my brother in arms Jerry Guerra so that students once we identify some risks for them or to avoid any risk we help by having them refer to the tutoring centers in order to stay on top of their mastery of their subjects.
0: That's great that's great so Geraldo or as we call him Jerry how are you?
2: Good. Good, Dr. Needham. I'm doing well. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Could you tell us a bit about your role at the college?
2: Sure. So I have the pleasure of leading our five tutoring centers here at SAC. Um, we have them at various locations here on campus. Um, I'm located in the in the main uh, center, which is Slack, up on the seventh floor of Moody. Um, so we oversee about uh, 50 part-time tutors. Um, we have about six other staff members that each oversee each of the tutoring centers at each location. Um, and we do a lot of work with just um, walk-in tutoring, uh, appointment-based tutoring, um, but we also do embedded tutoring. So we work very closely with the Project Build Grants um, and try to deliver those uh, embedded tutoring services to the faculty in the STEM areas. Um, and then I've also had the privilege of leading our SAC men program. And so we've, we're, we do a lot of um, academic support with our guys. Um, we need that additional assistance. Um and we also do early alerts. So part of the early alert model that we developed a few years ago was using Sacman as the pilot program um, to hire these academic coaches and provide that additional support for these students that are that is now used throughout campus.
0: That's great. Thank you so much, both. So it seems to me that there's a lot of uh, a lot of work that the two of you do with one another to ensure our students remain, and in college, but also to ensure they succeed, right? What are What are some of the things that both of you have worked with one another on to ensure students can persist? Because as we both know, as we all know, right? Persistence, persistence is key to completion. And, and in your view, what are some of the things that our students have to stro- struggle with in order for them to persist? And then what have you done with one another uh, in your respective roles, to ensure that our students can persist and succeed, who' would like to start? Who'd like to start? Fidel or Jerry? <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, sir. Sure. So, so I think uh, one of the things that that I'm seeing a lot is is just time management and study skill um issues that we're 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 we seeing. And Fidel and I have worked very closely in trying to build kind of like an authentic um, sense of belonging here at the college that when a question or a concern comes up, we reach out to each other or we reach out to each other's staff. And be able to make those connections with the students, so they don't have to be waiting, you know, oh, uh, from a phone call and email. We we kind of try to take it care of um, right there and then. I, I remember a few times Fido and I would meet outside just to um, uh, talk about strategies and just uh, talk about certain student situations. And a student came up to us. Maybe it was like 6:30 at night. I remember one night, and she came up to us and she was just confused and, and worried for her grandson mostly, but she was also starting school as well and so we welcomed her in we, we made sure that we, we, we calmed her nerves and we settled her and she actually is now a work study here in our slack lab so um that's one of the examples i can bring up
0: that's great thank you fidel is there any other example you can bring up about the work you've done with one another and and you might want to also highlight one of the areas that students uh, tend to go through um, that is a challenge for them to persist
3: Certainly. So what I see overwhelmingly with students is that they don't know which resource to go to first. So it's a blessing that we have um, the wealth of resources available. But for students, it is really an overwhelming experience because they don't have a sound understanding of what resource to go to f- to meet what need. So many times, it's just a matter of sitting students down, going over with them what we have available and how best to use it. They get that introduction when they first come onto the college, but that is... An experience in of itself where you're trying to take in so much information, and you're only able to retain so much so sometimes just walking through with a student, just let us know when you have a need, and we can walk you in the right direction of how to have that need met. Many times when we're coordinating with Jerry's staff, what we do with students is just tell them at the very beginning of their academic career, we sit them down and let them know, we want you to have a relationship with the members of staff in the various tutoring areas it's more important for you to build that relationship at the very beginning of a course every semester so that you don't have to wait until there's an issue for you to then seek the need because you're at risk of not being able to successfully complete the course
0: so it, it appears to me from what the two of you have said is that the issue with Matt trying to, to work and manage their own time, right? They have to manage their time. That seems to be an issue as well as they need to also establish the relationships that will help them stay in college. Understand what are the resources that we have in order for them to stay, to persist and complete. Now, The issue here is not the persistence, right? With the students that we saw on Thursday, they persisted and they completed. They completed. It appears to me that they have mastered the aspect of relationship building, which is so important, but also um, they also understand what it is to do what you need to do as a student, right? What your role and responsibilities must be in order for you to succeed as a student. So with that said, I want us to talk about highlights, things that you enjoyed on commencement day this past Thursday. What was a highlight that you might want to talk about to bring up so that our our listeners can have a better idea as to what took place and the energy and the vibrancy that we all felt on that stage and in that space? Who'd like to start?
2: I could start. So I think um what i what I noticed first walking in was the amazing connections um, that our faculty and staff have with our students. Um, I don't know how many times I saw the students looking out for their for their professor or looking out maybe for that advisor or that uh, uh, um, enrollment specialist that helped them get into college. Um, it was just amazing to see all that love and all that support around, and the students just excited, pumped, ready to go. Um, at 7.30, even as early as 7 in the morning. So I, I, I noticed that very early.
0: That's awesome. What else? What else?
3: Oh, did what I- stood out for me was the pride that loved ones had in the graduates. So you could hear for the entire ceremony, people kept shouting out names. You
1: did it. Oh, my goodness. We're so proud of you.
3: And the other thing that got me, it actually hit me the day after, and I'm feeling it again now, I got really emotional, because students kept telling you their stories, where they would say, you know, this was my journey, this is how I got here. And they would name the people. And sometimes you might be one of those people who was part of the reason why they were able to succeed. And it gave me this feeling of there is really a reason why I do this every day, why we get up early in the morning, we come here, we put in countless hours, and it pays off because this is the fruit of our labor. We're seeing our students succeed, and they're going on to really see and live out the dreams that they've had for themselves that they never fathomed would come to reality, but here it is. So I'm really proud of that.
0: Oh, thank you so much for sharing that both. Unmastered, I know you were there. Tell us. Tell
1: us. It it was such an honor. I I was able to call some of the names of the graduates that were walking the stage. Uh, Very honored to do that. And going around and and we heard some students at the beginning of the show, uh, hearing their stories firsthand, and and realize we have students that come from many different walks of life and different journeys and paths that they're on and things to overcome uh, to get to to graduation but even hearing where they're going to go from there is even more inspiring
0: that is beautiful thank you so much for sharing I'm gonna share something personal is that all right with all of you oh my goodness let me tell you to me commencement day uh, out of the 25 plus years that I've worked in higher ed it is my favorite day of the academic year but I'm gonna be honest with you I was getting a little bit emotional as we started the processional and do do you know why I am the first in my household to pursue a higher education. And this is the first time I got to officiate a commencement as president of a college. Do you know the the level of just awesomeness that I felt in my heart? I was so proud of myself so proud of our students, so proud of our faculty and our staff, but really proud of the people that have supported me to get to this point in my life my husband, my children, my mom, always by the sidelines. They encouraged me as I was doing my master's, then my PhD, I defended it. And and then to know that as the first person in your home to pursue a college education out of six kids, the first one to do that, it's amazing. It's amazing to know that at one point I was like one of the students that we serve. And now I get the opportunity, the awesome opportunity to serve them and to walk the journey with them and to tell them it is possible. Si se puede, si se puede. It is it is a possibility for all of us to be able to pursue a higher education to persist. That's the reason why I first asked the question about what are the challenges and the issues that our students might have to go through that might impede them from succeeding, from persisting, right? And I know that in the past, we've held a show in which we talked about housing and food, transportation, abuse. I mean, they're just... A list of things that can impact the success of a student, but then you also talked about uh, about the way they manage their time, learning how to actually manage their time, learning how to study, learning to build relationships, learning to connect with people. They don't know what they don't know, right? And that's the reason why we are at San Antonio College supporting our students, showing them the ropes, showing them that college is also for for them and letting them know that they belong in college. And what an awesome opportunity to know that about 85% of the students that we have, all of them, all of them, right, have stated that they want to transfer. So so we are going to now send them out to UTSA, to Texas A&M, to UT, to Olu. I mean, you name it, our partners are now benefiting from our success with the students that just walked on commencement day on the 25th of May. Any thoughts about that, Headmaster?
1: Yes, many of the students are going to be going on to a lot of our our local area institutions. And, you know, I know know you were talking about, you know, checking in, making those connections. And I remember a time when I came to SAC and I went and I saw the advisor once. And that was right when I was coming in. And at the time, it was kind of a free for all. You had students showing up on the first day of classes. And you're like, hey, well, what are you taking? Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know yet. I have to go see the advisor real quick. And then they enroll that day and then they take classes that day. But what we've done is we've streamlined everything, focused everything uh, as far as classes go. And so you have to meet with that advisor. You have to check in because there has to be an ultimate goal in mind, which is graduating. Um, you know, it, it took a professor to come to me saying, hey, you know, you've been here a while. Let's go look at your transcripts and and let's see what you're doing here, really. Um, and so I, I love how we came up with the advising pins, how you have to, get in touch with an advisor to see how close you are to graduating and what classes you need, because some classes may not be offered in the fall. Some might not be offered in the spring and the advising department really helps you navigate your path as far as what you need to take.
0: Absolutely. I'm wondering if we can talk a bit about our transfer guides Fidel, I know that you have a zillion of them that you might want to talk about, right? <laughs> but but again, you don't you don't have to mention all of them, but but if you can talk a bit about the process of creating a transfer guide and what that actually does for our students, Fidel.
3: Certainly. One thing I really appreciate about advising is you don't have to be here in person. So students can use Zoom in order to have an Interactions with their advisors. And the one thing that I really love is that in ACES, we have a number of tools that students can use in order to see what the road ahead would look like. So for transfer advising guides, students just go into GPS and they can create a new plan. And they have a wealth of different universities that have submitted particular areas of study that feed into their bachelor's programs. So you can just look at the classes that you're able to take here at SAC and then transfer them, for instance, to Texas Tech or to UTSA, Many of them are local schools in our immediate vicinity, but some of them go to the very borders of Texas, and what students can really benefit from is if they're and decisive about which school they want to go to because they know that they have some great schools out there, they can use the transfer advising guides to build plans for multiple schools and see which classes feed into all these schools so they can take all those classes first. And then as they get to know a little bit more about the institution and the fit, then they could decide which school they want to focus on and then focus on the classes that go to that particular institution it's something that you can work with your advisor on and at the same time because the tool is in place and it's relatively intuitive you're able to build it on your own and just ask your advisor can you verify if this makes sense for me and the one last thing i have to share is because we have such great relationships with our partners students are also able to create schedules to meet with transfer advisors and some of them are here almost every week, and others you might have to schedule well ahead of time so that maybe the one month that they're here, um, you can come in and meet with them to decide if you have everything on track to transfer to that given institution. I love the relationships we have with our partners, and I hope that students take full advantage of the presence of those partners here at the college.
0: That's awesome. So, So what I hear is that when our students walk through SAC, they do not have to Um, they don't fear at all about having to lose a course or two because the transfer guides is really their GPS to ensuring the courses are taking at SAG will count towards the college they're planning to transfer to. Is that right?
3: Exactly. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly what we're doing.
0: That's great. That's great. So, Geraldo. Let me know a little bit about uh, um, what is it exactly that your SACMEN do to ensure our students know that they're transfer guides and to ensure that um, they um, get to talk about the resources and the information that we can offer to our students. And also, you might even wanna talk about a bit about what is it that the SACMEN are doing uh, throughout the year. Sure,
2: sure. So, so first and foremost, the SACMEN, program aims to improve educational outcomes for men of color. Uh, we are very, we, the program revolves around our five pillars that we borrowed from our, from our friends and partners at UT Austin with Project Males and the Texas Consortium for Male Students of Color. Uh, our five pillars are brotherhood, leadership, college career readiness, health and wellness, and identity. Um, we, the SACMAN, the students participate heavily in various on-campus and off-campus activities Um, We have academic coaches that will support our students in developing some of these academic uh, performance uh, measures that they are seeking, you know, time management, study skills, how to balance that work, home, and uh, school life. Uh, We we have a study lounge that is dedicated to the SAC men. We talk, we talk about um, a safe, brave space um, where they can bring those kind of barriers down and, and and start being vulnerable and having those conversations with one another, but most importantly with their mentors from the program. Um, so we do a lot of different things, right? We have opportunities for leadership that they go to conferences. Um, we'll be in, in Austin in August at the male leadership summit that UT puts on. Um, this is gonna be the 10th year um, that Sackman is attending. Um, Sackman is one of the founding, uh, San Antonio College is one of the founding members of the Texas Education Consortium uh, for male students of color. I have The privilege of serving as a member on the advisory council, and we also, for the first time, have a SAC student on the advisory council the first non Austin uh, student that is sitting on that advisory council for the state of Texas. Um, and they do the SAC men do a lot of their graduation, supporting their brothers that were crossing the stage. We had six of our, our, our students graduating, um, and we had about 12 SAC men that are volunteering the day before graduation and the day of graduation. Um, We also have opportunities uh, to go camping. Like tomorrow, Fidel and I will be traveling with our students tomorrow for our annual camping trip. Um, If you don't know, uh, several years ago, Fidel and I braved it together and took the guys on a 6 day backpack trip to the Colorado Rockies. And so we came back to tell the stories. And so that's, We've been doing an amazing job with the guys. The guys have been very vocal and wanting to do additional uh, volunteer opportunities. Um, as a matter of fact, we will, we are working with our SAISD partners to have some of our SAC men be peer mentors to middle school and high school students and SAISD. So I'm very excited with working with Liz Ozuna from SAISD and our partners. Um, to make that reality, uh, to make that finally uh, reality. And we're excited for the fall semester.
0: That is exciting. There's a lot of work that your SAC men have been uh, doing on campus, but also what I'm hearing is that they're quite involved outside of our campus throughout the state of Texas. How awesome is that? So again, we are not only going to teach them how to do well in their courses and how to persist, But what we're doing is we're giving them the skill sets they're going to need in order for them to succeed in the real world of work, where they're going to have to present. They're going to have to to create relationships, right? They're going to have to ensure they know how to advocate, right? Again, there's so many things that you're teaching them through the, the group called SAC Men. You're forming them. You're forming them to succeed, not just uh, here in the hearing now, but you're giving them the tools, the skill sets they need to succeed also in the future. So, with that said, I understand that Hot Mustard has another uh, audio that um, he would like to to um, to play for all of us to listen to. And could you tell us a bit more, Hot Mustard, about the audio that we're about to listen?
1: Yeah, I, I was also able to get audio from. Some of the the people volunteering at graduation, uh, the SAC workers that took time out of their day and dedicated themselves and were helping out during graduation. Let me cue this up real
0: quick. Thank you. Thank you for that. And it's also good to know that, that our SAC men were also part of that. So that's awesome. They came to help. They were there the day before, right, to make sure things were in order. I saw them working hard. And and then, of course, they were there early, early at 7 a.m. on Thursday, May the 25th, to ensure they could serve with our faculty and staff on commencement day. Great job by our SAG men. Henry Castillo, Student Services. We're having a great time out here. I'm a check-in hub person. It feels
2: great seeing these students graduating, finalizing their graduation and everything is a great
3: thing. James Borrego, program coordinator for the radio, television, and film department. I think being at the graduation is really one of the most exciting parts of the whole process of education and then watching the students cross the stage and and receive the accolades that they worked so hard for. To me, it's just one of the most exciting things, so I enjoy being here. This is my second time doing this, so, you know, it gets better every time. My name is Zach Espinosa. I'm a certified enrollment coach, and we are guiding students through their Procession today through their commencement graduation celebration. So I love volunteering. This is my favorite event to volunteer through uh, the whole year. I think this is my fifth or sixth year volunteering. So I love to see the students. This is why we do it. This is why we do what we do, and it's just a great celebration to see their smiles, to congratulate the students that we've been following for years, and just a great experience.
1: And there you have it.
0: Awesome is that. Here, we have some pomp and circumstance.
1: It it was definitely a lot of fun uh, seeing all the students, and we thank all the volunteers. They did a wonderful job.
0: To the students who finished this past May the 25th and walk on stage to receive their credential from San Antonio College, we want to say congratulations. You did it. Lo hiciste. Si, lo hiciste. You You did it. You did it. Si se puede it is possible it can be done and it's proven that it can be done any last words for our students who are now going to move on to the place of work and or they, they might transfer to a four-year college any last words from Fidel and jerry
2: just continue uh, congratulations again and we we uh check in back with us we always love hearing from our students where they're at and what they've accomplished um because that's how we make connections and networks and so um a lot of things that we do in sac is just building on personal and professional networks and we would love to hear from those students and, and check in with us once in a while don't forget about us here at sac
3: i would like students to understand the value of what they have accomplished their examples for our community not just for our college, but our San Antonio community and the country, people are looking to them to see what they can have as possibilities as well. So always understand that you might be the first, but you certainly won't be the last. And people are watching you because they see that sense of accomplishment. And I respect the fact that you've overcome whatever obstacle that has been in your way to get to this place. So thank you for always, always persisting.
0: Thank you. Uh, Mastered. any last words for our students, our graduates?
1: Don't stop. Keep on going.
0: That's right. And on this wonderful and beautiful and glorious Memorial Day, we want to thank the men and women of the military for all their service. Thank you. This
2: is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College
0: campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM
2: in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at
0: ksym.org.